I love Easter. Woo! I love Easter. It's so good. I love Easter. You want to know why I love Easter? Okay, he wants to know, but... You, you, anybody want to know why I love Easter? If not, I'll keep it to myself. I'll go sit back down. Y'all, y'all want to know why I love Easter so much? You want to know? You really want to know? Choir wants to know. Okay, well, I, I'll tell you. I, I love Easter because as much as it is a mystery, like, like how we can't understand how somebody could rise from the dead, I love Easter because it's all about love. It's all about love, y'all. Who doesn't love love? I love Easter because it's all about love. Think about it. Love is the only thing in this world that has the power to make new things. The only thing that can make something new in this world is love. Love creates new things. Love creates new friendships, new relationships. Love creates new communities. Love creates new people. Hate can't do that. Hate keeps things old and stuck in the past. Hate holds on to some things in the past. And fear can't make new things. Fear fear is afraid of the future, usually because of something that has happened in the past. But love takes a risk, and it leans into a new world of possibilities. Only love can make a new way when we feel like we've hit a dead end. Only love can encourage us to go on after we feel like there's nothing left to go on for. It's love that encourages us to give from what we have to somebody else who is in need. It's love that shows compassion to the lost and the lonely and the hurting and the wounded and the broken and the forgotten. It's love that compels us to go apologize because making peace is so much better than holding a grudge. It's love that makes things new, but it takes, it takes a kind of love. It, it, takes, it takes a kind of love that is as strong as death, a passion that is as fierce as the grave, a love like a laming, flaming fire that can't be quenched or drowned out even by floods. That kind of love, that kind of love is unmatched. Because nothing can make new things quite like love can. The late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, he said, we must discover the power of love, the power, the redemptive power of love. And when we discover that, we will be able to make of this old world a new world. Love is the only way. There, there is power in love. Don't underestimate it. But love has, has the power to heal. Love has the power to liberate when nothing else will. Love has the power to make of this old world, as Dr. King said, a new one. And so on Easter morning, we find Mary. Mary Magdalene, a disciple of Jesus, a friend, a, a woman who had followed Jesus throughout her life, a woman who also She had a troubled past, a hard life, a woman who knew well the landscapes of the old world. She had traced the paths of hate and shame and guilt and fear, but a woman who has found healing and new life with this Jesus. And now she's at his grave early on Easter morning, crying, weeping, because she thinks 
that the worst thing in the world just got worser. Not only had her Jesus been arrested, crucified, and unjustly murdered, but now somebody has stolen his body from the grave. Mary wasn't thinking resurrection. Nobody was thinking resurrection. There wasn't anybody outside of Jesus' tomb counting down from 10, waiting for him to step out and the fireworks to go off, okay? Nobody was thinking resurrection because everybody expected Jesus' body to do what everybody had done before, lay down and stay dead. But something, something happened that morning. Somewhere along the way to the grave, Mary left an old world and entered into a new one. Without even knowing it, she crossed the border. She left the old world where hope is in constant danger and violence rules and peace has little chance. The old world where the rich get richer and the weak all eventually suffer under some Pontius Pilate or another. And people hatch murderous plots and dead people stay dead. Mary left that old world and she entered into a startling new breathtaking world of resurrection and life. And this, this new world to her, it's, it's disorienting at first. First thing, she runs into some angels, angels in the place of where Jesus's body should be. She's not shocked or startled. She just wants to know where his body is. And then she turns around and she runs into Jesus, whom she thinks is the gardener, because she's so disoriented. I mean, instead of Alice in Wonderland, this is Mary in the Garden of Resurrection. And she's there looking for Jesus' body to anoint. She's there, she's there looking for a corpse. She's looking for Jesus. But it caught me this time when I was reading it. it I, I wonder, it seems that, that Jesus was there looking for her. To welcome her into this brand new world. To welcome her into this brand new way of life. And Jesus whispers her name, Mary. Mary. And today, maybe you come here looking for Jesus. But friends, the good news is that Jesus is already here. Jesus is here looking for you to give you the hope that you so desperately need, to encourage you to see more clearly and love more deeply. Easter, I think, is God holding open the door for us to walk into this brand new world, this resurrection kind of life, calling your name, Mary. Mary, welcome in. Rolling away the stone and unleashing God's redemptive power of love. But we've got, we've got to step in. We, we've got to step into that new world, cross that threshold. I think of some of the thresholds in my life. I don't know if it was kindergarten or first grade. I, I don't remember what it was, but maybe I had some uh, separation anxiety at the time. But I remember the first day standing at the threshold of the door to go in to my new classroom. There was fear there. But once I got through, I discovered a world of learning, a world of friendships. I remember, I remember standing on the tarmac, ready to cross the threshold into a plane to go on a mission trip where I found my calling into ministry. As I stood on that threshold, there was fear. 
You see, if we, if we stand in the old world, as if Easter never happened, and the tomb is still dark and full of death, we will inevitably find ourselves consumed by fear and despair. Because that old world, that pre-resurrection world, wants us to be afraid that hate will win. The death will consume the world, that violence will have the final say. The old world wants us to depend upon ourselves and our own efforts. To forget the needs of others because we have to look out for me, myself, and I. The old world wants us to put our faith in money and power and protection and position and to fear death, always death. The enemy that will get us if we're not careful. But but early on Easter morning, early on Easter morning, when that empty tomb stared back at Mary, Suddenly, she was invited to leave her old life and her old world behind and to step into a new world. She would never be the same again. Nothing would ever be the same again. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Paul says, the love of Christ the love of Christ controls us because we have concluded this. That in light of the resurrection, this is what we think that it all means. He goes on, he says, one died for the sake of all, therefore all died. He died for the sake of all so that those who are alive should not live for themselves, but for the one who died and was raised. He's saying here, look, we're all in the same boat. (laughs) He died for all so that all could be included in this new life, this new world, this this resurrection that we might all be caught up in. He says that Jesus went to the grave to clean house. He went to the grave to, to straighten some things up, to get some things in order so that when he walked out of the tomb on Easter morning, he could welcome us all to step in to this new world. Step through the threshold, trust, welcome the reception, go from the old world into the new. And when we do, Paul says, when, 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 when we do that, this is what that new world will look like. Says verse 16, he says, so then, light of the resurrection, so then, from this point on, we won't recognize people by human standards. Even though we used to know Christ by human standards, that isn't how we know him now. So then, if anyone is in Christ, that person is part of the new creation. The old things have gone away. The old world has gone away. And look, new things have arrived. That in this new world of redemptive love, we don't see each other the same way anymore. We don't look at each other with judgment or hatred or envy or contempt. No, 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 no. That's all an old world worldview. And all of that, all of that is going to do nothing but keep us stuck in an old world. Hate holds. Fear traps. But love frees us. Love makes new. And if we could treat each other with love... Now, now I'm talking about this real kind of love, this, this Easter kind of love, this resurrection redeeming kind of love. Do you know what the world would look like? It would look like a new creation. 
It would look like a brand new world. Imagine that. There'd be no more sorrow, no more tears, no more weeping. The cold, dark, and lonely night would be no more. It, it, would, look, it, would, look like, it would look like resurrection, I think. A new heaven, a new earth, a, a new world. Old things gone away, an old world gone away. And look, new things here and now. Uh, imagine a world where love wins. Uh, imagine, imagine your families when love has won. Imagine our community when love has won. Imagine governments and nations when love has won. Imagine this tired old world when love has won. And when we can discover, when we can discover that kind of love, then justice will roll down like mighty waters. And righteousness like ever-flowing streams. When, when love wins, poverty will be an old thing. Discrimination will be an old thing. Hate will be an old thing. Violence will be an old thing. Sin will be an old thing. When love wins, there's always room for all of God's children around the table. But love, love is the only way. Love is the only way because only love can make things new. Jesus has shown us that kind of love, that that sacrificial, self-giving, redeeming kind of love that changes lives, that changes worlds. Because love is the only thing that the more that you give it away, the more that it multiplies. And I know it's scary to cross that threshold. I know it's scary sometimes to give love away. I know. I mean, really, I, I do. Because I've been hurt too. I, I might be young, but I've seen some things and I've done some things. That's a story for another day. And I admit that sometimes I, I still want to cling to those old familiar ways of that old world. But I'll tell you this. That each time that we love again, after we've been rejected or hurt, we, we share in that redeeming power of love. Each time that we hope after having our hopes dashed to pieces, we share in that redeeming power of love. Each time that we pick up the pieces, wipe away our tears and face the day to start again, we share in that power of resurrecting love. Old world, old ways gone and look new things here and now. And so here's... Here's the good news of Easter. The really good news of Easter isn't just resurrection. I mean, resurrection is good news and all. Somebody coming back from the dead, that's, that's good news. I just mean that that's not necessarily new news. The idea of resurrection didn't start with Christianity. The idea of resurrection actually started with Judaism. Jesus was Jewish, by the way, if you didn't know. And the Jews had long believed that the problem isn't that we're all going to die, but the problem is that this world is a mess. It's filled with pain and suffering. And the real problem is that we as human beings, we, we cannot fix this mess of a world. Jews believe that there's a good God who created all things and that one day 
God was going to come back and raise the righteous back to life, heal all of creation. They believed that the resurrection, it's not just about the afterlife, but it's about a God perfected, a God redeemed, a God set right kind of life. They believed that one day God would step in Forgive the sins of the people, establish justice and end suffering and heal all of creation. And then, then after God had done all of that and only then resurrect God's people to enjoy this new world, that that God was going to set it all right first and then God would bring about resurrection They believed that when this happened, it was going to be dramatic and obvious and undeniable, done in mass for all of God's children. And, and this is important, they believed that it was going to happen at the end of the world. They believed that it was going to happen at at the end of human history. They believed that we're now living in this old world, but then when the resurrection happens, then we will be ushered into a new world. So if you're still with me, here's here's the good news of Easter. The good news of Easter is that Easter is news. The resurrection is new news. The, The resurrection has happened already. Resurrection has happened in intermission. Resurrection has happened in the middle of this old world. A new world has been birthed. That God has split human history. Even in the midst of violence and disease and injustice and poverty and crucifixions and faulty governments and, 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 and. In the midst of all of that, resurrection happens here and now. Why? 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 Because God couldn't wait any longer. God refused to wait any longer to say to this weary world, look, the old things have passed away. The old world has passed away. And look, new things have arrived. Step into it, into this new kind of life. Because resurrection has already happened. God is already at work turning graves into gardens. God is already at work healing the world. God is already at work making of this old world a brand new world. There is redeeming power in love. Love is already one. Here, now, today, In this world, in your world, resurrection is already happening. Step into it. Cross over the threshold and step into it. Discover that redemptive power of love. A power that is able to make of this old world a new world. So God, we thank you. We thank you for Easter. We thank you that you broke into this old world and you made a new one. God, that you started making gardens in grave sites. Lord, we pray that you would do the same for each and every one of us here today. God, that same redeeming, resurrecting power of love would well up within us that we would walk in newness of life. Holy God, give us the faith 
to step into it. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.